what's up guys <laughs> it was fucking crazy okay so you know how i've been talking about how also guys tomorrow is my last day here and i'm gonna be going to florida for a little bit for that freaking convention but um so that's exciting today was really exciting too though because what i did today i finally went door to door um and I was saying that I was going to do that for a while. Um, last weekend, I was kind of coping my way out of it. But then the car, my car conveniently stopped working. <laughs> so I actually couldn't go. But it was just still bullshit. Um, and today, I'm just like, dude, I don't have anything better to do. Because like I said yesterday, I had like five hours. And I'm not doing this shit again. Let's Okay, guys, let's check. Okay, let's check how much time I actually have today. Screen time. How can I actually check my screen? Settings. I know that even if I had even if I had too much screen time, I was still productive today. Okay. Oh my god. Damn. I have one. I have two hours today. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I actually, dude. I have two hours today, and I was fucking wasting a little bit of time. That means that I literally just got actually four hours on the... All right, I already talked. I'm not going to tweak out about that anymore, because I already talked about it last episode. Dude, I'm so grateful for this next time. Okay, what I did today, I actually went door-to-door. I went to Hinsdale, and I had like 15 flyers. Dude, I handed them all out, and I wasn't like posting them up. What I was doing, I would knock on the door. Hey, how's your day going? And, you know, you have to smile, but, hey, how's your day going? And then they would be like, you know, they're fucking scared of me. Um, dude, a lot of people in Hinsdale are scary. I'm not gonna lie. Like, they're, like, they're really scary, bro. Like, that's why, that's what my friend told me, who's, like, a door-to-door beast. He sells roofs. Um, he told me that when you go to places like Hinsdale, the, the barrier is not the price. Like, the price is not the barrier. The barrier is, like, convincing them that you're not gonna, like, fucking come into their house and, like, <laughs> rob them <laughs> like because you know i have i have a buzz cut i mean i'm i'm pretty i'm pretty big i'm like 193 i'm like six foot i'm like i mean i look kind of like rough like a, a lot of these people are <laughs> kind of apprehensive but um so what i did i was just knocking on doors hey how's your day going and it's like good good how was yours and i'm like i'm doing i'm doing fantastic um I'm just trying to spread awareness about something I'm very passionate about. Have you ever heard of endocrine disruptors? Um, and you know, usually they'll like fucking look at me weird, or, like hesitate, and I'll, and then if they don't if they don't respond like enthusiastically, yes, within like the first half second, I'll say, you know, stuff like BPA, fragrances, forever chemicals, um, microplastics, and obviously those are just the most fucking basic things ever. But um, then they'll be like they'll be like, oh yeah yeah those, they're like, yeah I've heard of that. And I'm like, yeah, I have a lot of experience with these things personally. And then I'll hand them the flyer. And it's like, as it says down here, uh, my name's Franklin. I'm 17. I used to have literally terrible ADHD. Um, I used to take 108 milligrams of concern a day. Do you know how much that is? And then they'll be like, no, because they don't fucking know. And then I'll tell them that is that is twice the maximum dose you can get for concerta. Twice the maximum dose. And like, oh my god. And like now I take nothing. As you can see, I feel great. I feel better than ever. I can meditate. I can read. I can do all this awesome stuff. I've put my ADHD fully into remission. And I have to say, I would attribute, and I attribute a lot of it to this thing up here. Getting endocrine disruptors, and I'll point to the file and say, getting endocrine disruptors out of my life. Um, 
and I'll say, and this, and then, and I'll say this. Then this, this is what inspired me to do hundreds and hundreds of hours of research and find out all the endocrine disruptors which exist. Um, I think a week ago, is a week or two weeks ago, I wrote up like a full list of every endocrine disruptor that is currently known to man, um, and it was like two hundred fifty or like three hundred things. Um, just not, not even, not even the things that are banned, like that are in use right now. Um, so I guarantee you, there are at least like. <laughs> 70 or 80 things in your house of right now. I, I can 100% promise you. Um, and I'll talk about. And so this is what I did. I created the service where I come to parents or anyone really, but mainly parents' houses. And I'll just go through and they give me a tour and I'll find all the endocrine disruptors in their house and I'll give them a safe, I'll give them safe alternatives for all of those things. Um, and then I'd like at, at this point, they're kind of like apprehensive because they're like, yeah, I'm not gonna give this guy any fucking money. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if this guy's. First of all, I still haven't gotten over the objection about if this guy's gonna like rob me or like do something bad to my kid, or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but like, there, there's no way they're giving me money, right? Because I'm not. Just, you don't just walk up to someone. I mean, it, it's kind of niche. Like, I have like a more niche thing. A lot of these. If someone's like super obsessed with endocrine receptors, I can just walk up and I could get money. From but a lot of these people aren't. So I kind of have to convince them. But then I tell them, um, and obviously, I mean, I just walked up to your door. You don't really know me or know anything about me. There's no reason. You have no reason to really believe me. Um, so I'm just looking to get some, you know, free clients, get some testimonials, get some get some uh, uh, feedback. So if you have time right now, I'll be glad to come in. I'll give you a free a free consultation. I'll go through your house. I can guarantee you I'll find at least 50 things. And that's it. That's all I say. And I, I, I'm, I'm sure there's going to be some fucking... Door to door guy on here talking about all oh, this shit. Okay, guys, <laughs> and this is my first day ever doing it. Um, but it is addicting. My friend told me that the, it's best to do um door to door when you're young, cause that, cause it's really stressful. And I actually don't agree with that. I don't think it's gonna be stressed out when you're young, cause it's gonna mess up your development. But um, I actually don't agree with that. Like the first couple doors I knocked on, I was really anxious. I think by the time I knocked on, had knocked on like twenty five doors. I wasn't anxious anymore, and I could just I could just knock, because you have you have to get to a point, dude. Knocking on doors will literally destroy, just absolutely destroy your guilt complex. Like I have like remnant, because I don't I'm not like the type of person that has a guilt complex, but I have some remnants from when I used to really have a horrible guilt complex, dude. Knocking on people's doors who do not want to fucking talk to you, and trying to <laughs> get them to let you in your house. You are going to destroy all guilt complex. Like, some people are... And the thing is, do not do do not do this in the hood. Like, if you live in the hood, you can drive somewhere else, but do not do this in, like, bad areas because people will, like, pull a gun on you or some shit. You go to Hinsdale, you go to these, like, white-ass neighborhoods, you go to these rich-ass neighborhoods, you can knock on the door, and they're not going to do shit to you, bro. Like, these people... Now, I, there are some... I, I met some really cool people there and some really nice people, and people actually knew about endocrine disruptors, but, like, Dude, the worst response I got was like, you know, I'd open up the door and I'd be like, "Hey, have you heard of you know endocrine disruptors?" And like the some like soy dude just give me like, "No, no, no, I'm not interested." Like <laughs> literally, that's the worst thing that happened. And one time I knocked on this lady's door, and she had like a, a no solicitor sign, but I didn't see that. And she's like, "Hey, how can I help you?" I said, "Hey, I said, how's your day going? Have you heard of um, endocrine disruptors? Things like BPA is plastic." And she's like, "Did you not see the no solicitor sign?" I'm like, oh, sorry, I didn't see that. Have a good day. <laughs> I just walked away. Bro, knocking on doors is literally the least scary thing ever. Like, when you're doing it in a rich area, like, 
Bro, those people are scary. Those people are not, like... People, I think, in, like, rich areas... I don't mean to demean them. Cause I, I don't mean to demean them at all. Because I'm not demeaning them. I'm just saying, like... Dude, a lot of you are probably, like, maybe have something to sell. Or maybe you're just trying to... Like, knocking on doors is not scary. Like, if you've ever cold approached... Cold approaching girls, like, at the mall or something... That is more scary than knocking on doors. Like, it is not fucking scary to knock on people's doors. If you're not, like I said, if you're doing it in the hood, if you're doing it in a bad area where someone's gonna, like, pull out a Glock on you, like, that's not good. But, I mean, these people are, like, fucking, like, pro-gun control, you know. They have the freaking abortion signs on their wherever. <laughs> like, these people do not have guns, but these people are scary. And, uh, and they're generally pretty nice, too. Because they're generally, like, have, like, kind of, like, lower stress. They're, like, really nice. Um, the majority of people, one thing you should know, the majority of people are not even going to open the fucking door. And so you should like knock on the door, maybe ring. Um, but if you don't hear anyone coming or anything like that and you don't, you don't see any cars in the driveway, bro, just dip. Cause a lot of people are not going to come and a lot of people are not going to come even regardless <laughs> if they're home just cause they're scared. Um, the, oh, if you're black, you should probably not do this. Like if you're, if you're black, like. Bro, do not go into white neighborhoods and <laughs> knock on doors. Okay, I said I said it was not scary, but that's because, like, and whatever, whatever you want to say about, like, you know, like, system, I'm not saying that. But I'm, I'm saying, like, dude, if you're if you're black and you're in a neighborhood where there's no fucking black people and you're going to be knocking on doors, especially if you have, like, dreads or something, or if you're going to, you know... <laughs> Wear some of your clothing. <laughs> <laughs> they're not gonna fuck with that. Okay, they're gonna, they're gonna be really mad at you. Uh, that's you might get called. You might get called the police on. I was surprised. I thought I was gonna get the police called. Actually, no. The worst thing, the worst thing that happened to me when I was when I was there, dude. I I'm I'm a Prius, and um, <laughs> I got in my car. I had done like my first block, and I got in my car, and this 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 like teenage girl. She was driving with her mom, but she was in the she was in the driver's seat, and she was in her, like a Toyota 4Runner, and she drove past me, and I have like I have like a 2010 Toyota, and she just looked at me like with disgust, like it was like her her face, like I want you to imagine like her face was like she looked disgusted, dude. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Like, what is your problem? That is the definition of a fucking high serotonin person. You don't want to, dude, do not talk to girls who have high serotonin. That shit will rub off on you. But yeah, she just looked at me and, uh, <laughs> this is so funny. And no, the, the worst thing, the other worst thing that happened to me, um, I knocked on this door and, um, this like, she was like, I think she's like 18, this 18 year old girl opened the door and she was like, hey, I'm like, hey, how's your day going? And, you know, I, was, I said, hey, are your parents home? And she said, uh, <laughs> they're in the shower. <laughs> Like they're both in the shower, and she said, she said, yeah. I said, oh yeah. I said, have a good day. And then no, I said, oh, that's in like or something. And then she just fucking closed the door. She's like, yeah, have a good day. And then she locked it. Dude, most of these people, this is proof that pin, people in Hinsdale are scary. Although if you're like if for me, I'm, I'm white. Like they're not really probably gonna be scared. I mean, even though I have buzz, even though I look kind of scared, they're probably not gonna be that scared of me. But like if you're black, do not do this, bro. Like if you're black. You could, like, knock on this... Like, they will probably call the police on you. I'm not gonna lie. Not... Like, I'm not, like, making... Talking about political stuff, but... Dude, there's not any fucking black people in these neighborhoods. If you are black and you knock on the door... Don't do that, bro. <laughs> Knocking on doors might not work for you if you're black. That's... I'm, I'm fucking blessed to be white, dude. I'm so glad I'm white. Um, I'm so fucking grateful to be white. Because... 
there's like I can do door to door. Like it, I could go to Glen Ellen and I can do door to door. If I'm black, I'm not going to fucking Glen Ellen, bro. They're gonna call the police on me. Even though a lot of them are scary. Like, what do you do if you're black and you're in in that neighborhood? And the police pull up on you, like, what are you going to say? Like, oh, I'm, I'm trying to sell my <laughs> endocrine <laughs> my endocrine disruptor consultation. But, dude, okay, no, here's the main thing. Here's the main thing. Here's the main thing. Here's the main lesson I'm going to give you. If anyone's still here, because I actually was just rambling, and I wasn't even really giving anything of value. All I was trying to convince you of was to go door-to-door, bro. As long as you're, I mean, maybe you're black, you could go door-to-door in, like, a rich, like, black neighborhood. I don't even know if that's a fucking thing. <laughs> I, I don't know how common those are. Um, if you're black, you could, st- I mean, you could still maybe go door to door. I would just, I mean, I would be careful. One thing I was doing, I, I noticed I got a lot more conversions when I did this. <laughs> stand the fuck away from the door, dude. Do not stand, like, right in front of the door. Because people are going to, like, be scared that you're going to, like, jump at them or something. If you stand, like, far away from the door... You're gonna be good, bro. Like no one really is gonna be that afraid. Um, I got like I think like ten. I think I, I got like ten leads, bro. I, so I I'm gonna have. Let me check my email real quick. See if anyone me. But I'm definitely have some people email me. I'm very excited about this. I'm very freaking grateful that I went. Um, today I did, I did like eight blocks. Like I did. I I was gonna go to the Hinsdale. I was gonna go to the gym after. I said fuck that, bro. I went from. I think I went from. Yeah, I went from twelve. To like four. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. 12 to. F- yeah, I, I literally went. Hold on, I went. Li- wait, hold on. I got there. Yeah, I got there at like 1230. I knocked on doors for three and a half hours, bro. It's fun. Like, once you really start doing it, it's fun to talk to these people, especially if they're like, you know, like nice. It's really fun to talk to these people. Um, I mean, some of them are going to be scared of you, but dude, it's freaking fun. And if some like girl is going to. Look at you weird. <laughs> like, that shit doesn't matter, bro. But here's the piece of value that I'm actually going to give to you. Um, and this is about, like, discomfort. So there's sometimes discomfort. I mean, almost always discomfort is, like, a really, very, very beneficial thing to go through. But sometimes, like, discomfort is a very bad thing to um, endure. So let me explain. Um, there's two kinds of discomfort. There's discomfort of your mind and there's discomfort of your heart. So your mind is basically corrupted by, like, shit you've been taught of your life that's fake. And your heart is, like, who you really are, like, your subconscious. Um, so there's two there's two kinds of kind of anxieties you're going to get or inhibitions or, you know, you get this, like, inner tension. The first one, it's going to feel like you will feel like like something. Like, there, you're just coming up with so many rationalizations as to why something would be a terrible idea. And they'll sound really rational. But you're going to be trying to actively convince yourself that it's a terrible idea. Um, and then there's like this little part of you that like t- you, you kind of wanted to do it. Especially when you were in a conscious state, you wanted to do it. But now that you're like closer to the event, you kind of don't want to do it. That is your mind is being uncomfortable. That is good discomfort. That's what's going to happen. You'll notice that hit a meditation. Hit a meditation and still tell me that you're fucking afraid of the cold approach. You're only going to be afraid of the cold approach once you get there, once you get to the mall. Okay? That is discomfort of your mind. That's a good thing. If you're going for a run, if you're going to do something hard, if you're going to do something disciplined, if you're going to go to the gym, if you're going to take a cold shower, a lot of these things, you're you're going to feel insane discomfort. So when you feel those high levels of discomfort, when you feel like a really like, I'll describe it as like a loud discomfort, but then there's like, there's like a, there's like a quiet wanting to do it. That is something that you need to fucking do. But 
there's another kind which is super bad, which is something is going to seem super attractive or like you really want to do something, but um, but there's like just like a tiny part of you which is just like, bro, don't, you know you're not supposed to be doing this. But it seems so attractive you're going to do it anyways. I'll give you an example. Um, well, obviously cold approaching. So cold approaching, you're not, you're going to find a bunch of like excuses. Like I, I, I do this to myself. I'm like, I don't like these girls, bro. I, they're not attract like all, all this shit. Um, or like, no, this, I'm, I'm getting discomfort from this. Like, this isn't something that my heart really wants to do. Dude, if you're getting loud discomfort, that's how I'll describe it. Loud discomfort, you want quiet discomfort is the one of the most dangerous things you can possibly do. I'll give you an example. Let's say you're trying to like quit jerk up, right? And let's say you, you see some, some jerk up material <laughs> and you pull on your pants, right? You're about to start. Um, and then you... And it seems super attractive, right? They're, they're, you're, you're creating so many rat, like in a completely conscious state that you this is obviously even fucking wrong. But right now, when you're right in front of it, it seems so attractive. It seems such a no-brainer idea. And it seems like so, you feel, you're rationalizing why it wouldn't be that bad to do it. But you have like this little inner like feeling that, okay, this is not good. We should not be doing this. But, um, and, and then there's the example of um, cold pressure. Like, if you want to talk to a girl, you're going to get fucking, you're going to be so uncomfortable the first couple of times. When you're knocking on doors, that first fucking door you go up to, especially if you're in a rich neighborhood and you're from, like, a broke neighborhood. I'm not from a broke neighborhood, but if you're really from a broke neighborhood and you're, you're at a rich neighborhood, you're probably going to feel out of place. That's fucking stupid. You can go wherever you want, okay? But um, you're going to have that, that super, you're going to have that loud loud discomfort there's gonna be so many rationalizations as to why you should not do it that you're it's gonna actually overpower that original voice that you had which you wanted to do it and there, here's a key that you can can use to get over this only make like make decisions what you're gonna do in advance so when you like immersed in a situation or when you have like heightened when you're like too like deep in the situation you're not gonna be able to a accurately assess it so make your decisions like make decisions like Make a decision like, okay, am I going to stop drinking off or am I, am I going to make the decision to drink off later? And make that right after you meditate. Like hit a, hit, a, hit a fat meditation and get in like a super clear state of mind and then think about like, okay, am I going to jerk off later? No. <laughs> but, and then when you get to that point, it's going to seem super attractive. You're going to have all these rationalizations, but then you're just like, dude, I'm not conscious right now. I'm not in a good state to make decisions. I'm not going to do it. Um, and the same thing with talking to girls. After you meditate, think about, do I want to talk to girls? Do I want to go knock on doors? Yes. But then once you get in that front of that fucking door and your 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 uh your finger or your your pointed fingers on the the freaking doorbell, you're going to be really uncomfortable, right? And you're going to think, "Oh, this is a really bad idea because I'm uncomfortable. It must mean that it's not for me." That's fake. That's loud discomfort. Loud discomfort you want. You want it when you have that loud loud tension, that's something that you want to lean into. That's something that you want to go head, head full fucking force into. Um, when it's a very quiet discomfort, that is very dangerous, and you need to pay attention to that. So when you you pull your dick out, and it seems like super like, oh this this isn't that bad. Like I'll just like you know edge for like twenty seconds and I'll just stop. Like when you have that when you have that that quiet discomfort of like, you know you shouldn't be doing this, but like there's this, such a loud voice saying like oh this is a really good idea. 
that's how you know it's fucking bullshit. Listen, listen to the quiet voice. Don't, because the quiet voice is your heart. The quiet voice is your subconscious. The loud voice is your conscious. The loud voice is your mind. And your mind, for the most part, you need to understand, has been corrupted by different shit that you've been taught and influences and these things called pendulums. You need to read the book, Reality Transferring. I say it in every freaking episode. You really need to read the fucking book, bro. Get to change your life. Especially if you're a super disciplined type and super like David Goggins, like Navy SEAL, like military discipline type. Um, <laughs> that's actually very detrimental in my opinion. Um, and I would ask you, is your, is your, is your, is your desire really to reach, like, do you really want to reach your goals? Um, because with that kind of mindset of like the military David Goggins mindset, that's actually going to inhibit you from reaching uh, most of your goals. And if, 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 if you could reach any of your goals by just applying pure David Goggins force, um, like I said, we wouldn't have any fucking Navy SEALs, right? They're, dude, they're literally in the military. Like, those people are not capable of reaching all their goals. Um, you're not going to get rich acting like a freaking Navy SEAL. Look at Bill Gates. Bill Gates is fucking fat, dude. Bill Gates... <laughs> Bill Gates is so soy. I want to look hard. I'm going to look up Bill Gates' physique. Bill Gates' physique. And a lot of times I don't like to disrespect people. I don't like to talk shit about people. Bill Gates is a different story. Bill Gates is soy. Bill Gates is demon. Bill Gates is going to get his freaking justice, okay? Um, Bill Gates. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Bill, Go- Bill Gates is so soy. Dude, Bill Gates, there's... <laughs> This is so fucking funny, dude. I want you to Google um, Bill Gates in public New York Post. Type that in and go to images and look at that fucking image. (laughs) Oh my god, dude. This is such a joke. This is such a joke. Dude, this guy is one of the richest people on the planet. Do you think this guy is really that fucking disciplined? No. Look at Elon Musk, okay? (laughs) He scrolls Twitter. You think this guy is like incredibly disciplined? No. Look at Steve Jobs. Look at look at any of these fucking rich people, okay? These are not people who are just applying all out David Goggins discipline. They like I said, go watch go watch go watch the episode I made a while back called um called Easy or it's called uh, Hard and Simple versus Easy and Complicated. Um, getting big is hard, but it's simple. It's not easy, but it's simple. Uh, losing weight is not easy, but it's, well, actually, I don't even know if I agree with that anymore. Um, losing, you know, uh, quitting, I don't, there's not, there's not a lot of things. I mean, like, running is, is, is not easy, or it's, yeah, it's not easy, but it's simple. Running is not easy, but it's simple. Fucking volleyball, or I don't even, like, golf, I guess golf would be a good example. Golf is easy, but it's complicated. It's not, it's easy, but it's not simple. Getting rich is easy, but it's not simple. You put Bill Gates at $10, he'd probably get rich again. You put Elon Musk at $10, he'd probably get rich again. You put Russell Brunson at $10, he'd probably get rich again. You put me at $10, I would not get rich because I don't know how to fucking do it yet, okay? And I'm giving you a lot of advice on this. Obviously, I'm not rich, so maybe you should, you should take it with a grain of salt. But really look at these people and say, are they really following the model of um, it's not easy, but it's simple? Is that really the model that fucking Bill Gates is? Bill Gates really applying a lot of raw effort? Is Bill Gates someone who's really fucking disciplined? Or, <laughs> like, dude, come on. This is such a joke. Bill Gates. Bro, Bill Gates is so damn ugly. 
I don't fuck with Bill Gates. Guys, I don't I'm not disrespectful to anyone, but Bill Gates is I mean I don't I think I don't know, he's just a bot, dude. Probably gonna fucking ban me from my podcast. He's gonna come to my house and you know stick me with the the latest shit. Gates, I don't care about. Um, yeah, I hope you guys got value from this episode. Remember to the easy and simple, and then also remember quiet discomfort versus loud discomfort. You need to you need to lean into loud discomfort and be very very careful of quiet discomfort. Okay, and guys, go to fuck go door to door. Very 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 useful. Do not do in the hood, and um, possibly don't do it if you're black because people might not fuck with that, especially in Hinsdale. Or, um, I don't know. People just might not fuck with that. Um, yeah. Have a good day. Hope you got value. Remember the lessons I taught you today. And I'll see you in the next episode.